to talk more about a narcissist and you know what they are lacking and basically just to help people understand what a narcissist is um, they basically lack a positive emotional connection to themselves and so it makes it difficult for them to emotionally connect with others so it's their internal sense of self that is challenging for them they have a undeveloped self or in some cases they don't even have a sense of self and it's this deficient inner resources that require them to be dependent on others for validation and in worst case scenarios you know the narcissist will be a chameleon and they will they don't have an inner self so they will just mirror you and they will dress like you they will talk like you they will you know pick up on your language and they will basically become you um, I had this happen to me once before where I felt like this person who was my friend started kind of taking the good parts of me you know her hair started looking like my hair and there was this photo that she sent to me many years later and it was a photo of her standing with someone that was a family connection of mine but she was in the photo and I'm looking at the photo and it was this it was this really strange feeling because it was as if she was wearing my outfit but she wasn't wearing my outfit these were her clothes but what she was doing is she was buying the exact same clothes and this is what I mean by you know these people they lack you know an internal sense of self so they just kind of take from other people you know if you like something they'll just buy the exact same thing that you like they don't have to do the work like a normal person has their own identity they have their own taste they have the own you know pe most people have the things that they like they have the things that they don't like a narcissist does not have that so instead of doing the work like oh you know I don't I don't know if I like this watch or don't like this watch you know let me look at more things oh this one I like you know people go through that whole process of what they like or they don't like a narcissist the extreme narcissist they don't go through that process they basically like whatever you like so they don't go through that process it's very very strange once once you see this you know, if you go shopping with a narcissist, you can really, really see it. Because they'll just buy whatever you buy. They'll pick out whatever you pick out. It's really bizarre. And it's it's really kind of creepy. And, you know, at first, like if you're young, you think, it, you think of it as flattering. Like, oh, they're buying the same thing as me. They, I must have good taste. But it starts getting a little creepy after a while. It's like that movie, Single White Female. And that character in Single White Female was a borderline narcissist. 
where the borderlines they don't they're they're an extreme narcissist where they don't have a sense of self and so they just copy you and if you're if you're not really paying attention you don't really see it but if it's happening to you you're like whoa this is kind of strange this is kind of odd um and the reason that they do this you know rather than having confidence they actually fear that they're they're un- undesirable and they can only admire themselves as reflected in the eyes of others so if they're wearing what you love then they're desirable right so Despite their boasting and self-flattery, they actually crave attention and constant admiration. Now, that's the, that's the thing with narcissists that are really tricky. Like, the loud person in the room is always the narcissist, but they're always the most insecure. So always pay attention to the loud one in the room. They're, the loud one in the room is never the smartest person, and they're typically almost always the narcissist. So when, when I'm in a room and I'm with a loud person and the, the chronic talker, you know, I, I have to really kind of pay attention to where my eyes are because I tend to want to roll my eyes like, oh boy, here we go. Because their sense of self, again, is determined why, by what others think of them. So they try to control what others think and feel about them. They want attention. You know, they, they're grandiose when actually they're severely insecure. And so they use relationships for their own self uh, reassurance and for their own what's called narcissistic supply. This is due to their own emptiness. They're empty inside. They're like a balloon. They're empty inside. And they're never satisfied. This is the problem that... It is really difficult with a narcissist. They're like a bottomless pit. They're never, ever satisfied. You know, some people, when you look at like a healthy psyche, a healthy psyche is satisfied. You know, they may have a dinner and they're full. Or they may want to have something to drink because they're thirsty. So they'll have like a glass of water or they'll drink a Coke and they're satisfied. Or, you know, they may, you know, want something, I don't know, like a gift from, you know, say it's Christmas or it's a holiday and they want a gift from someone because it's a holiday and, you know, you do gift exchanges. So they get a present. Well, the differences between a healthy psyche and a narcissist the narcissist is never satisfied. They're like a bottomless pit where they, they always want more. They always want, 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 want more. And that's the part that's really frustrating. Because you'll give them a gift and they, or you, you may help them. This actually helped, happened to me not too long ago. I helped this friend get something because she couldn't get access to it because she doesn't have a business. And so I helped this friend get access. I helped her order something and she got a really great discount. And 
the thing is, is she complained throughout the whole process. But the thing is, is she wouldn't have been able to get this thing if it wasn't for me. So I spent a lot of time helping her. And instead of being appreciative, she complained, 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 complained. And then even a year after, a year after she had this object, and I'm not going to say what it is, she was still complaining. You know, she's complaining that this, the, the company that sold her this thing was lying to her and cheating her, and which was not true. But that this is my point, and that narcissists—they're never satisfied. It's never enough. They want more and more and more and more. And so I reached a point where I'm like, "Oh, you'll figure it out." And I could almost feel the gasp, like <gasps> through the phone, because narcissists—it's like they will drain your energy complaining if you let them. You know, here I spent all this time helping her, you know, get what she needed. And I spent time communicating with, you know, the, the company that was selling this. And she got a really awesome discount. And it's the same object. I bought this object first and I got this object and I got a really great discount because I'm a business owner. And so I helped her get the same exact item. First off, she thought she was getting it for free versus paying for it. This is what I'm talking about. You know, they want everything for free. They don't want to pay for it. It's just never enough. It, and then it, it never ends. And then once you help this person, all they do is complain. And this went on and on and on and on and on. Complain, 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 complain. It's never enough. And then you feel bad. At, you know, at first you feel bad. Like, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? You know, I got this. And you start second guessing yourself. And then a year later, she's still complaining about it. You know, the company lied to her. You know, they told her blah, 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 which is not true. Maybe the company, you know, I don't know. I think the company was actually on vacation and the business was closed. I don't think anyone was lying, but that's paranoia. You know, that's what that, that's what that is. And, and narcissists are usually, there is a, a level of paranoia too. And... You know, I just reached a point where it's like enough. I've done enough. I've listened to enough. It's over. You've had this item for a year. You need to stop. I didn't say that, but instead I said, you'll figure it out. But again, I could feel this gasp. I didn't hear any noise because we were texting, but it's like, it's like this gasp, like, how dare you? And that's when it finally ended. Because they will go on and on and on, kvetching, kvetching, kvetching. If you let them. Because they're never, ever, ever satisfied. A normal person would be like, thank you so much for helping me. I really appreciate you taking the time. You know, this was just amazing. I got such a good deal. And end of story. They would be appreciative. They would be, and this is the thing that's missing in narcissists. They're not grateful people. They're ungrateful people. So you can help them and help them and help them and help them. And you will use so much energy and time trying to help these people. And they'll do nothing but complaining. Nothing but complain. 
and then you feel like you haven't done enough or you you feel like you've done something wrong so then you do more and more and more when when you start recognizing narcissism that's part of the game I've had bosses like this when you have a narcissistic boss they're never satisfied with your work so you can work 14-hour days you know seven days a week you can you can do go above and beyond what and complete all the projects and then take on more projects and they're still not satisfied and you get an average raise. I've been there. That's because you have a narcissistic boss. And you may have done everything perfectly, but they still say, yeah, you know, they'll complain about something. Yeah, you know, you come to work, you don't arrive until 9.05. Yeah, but I worked 14-hour days. Yeah, but you, you arrived at 9.05. That's what I'm talking about. But I'm a salaried employee. You're clocking, you're, you know, I don't clock in. So they'll find fault then. That's how a narcissistic boss is. They're never, ever satisfied. Whatever you do for them is never enough to fill their emptiness. They're like a black hole. And a lot of narcissists are hoarders. You know, they want more and more and more and more and more stuff. And you can never satisfy them because their psyche is like a black hole. It's that emptiness I described. And so a lot of hoarders will try to fill this empty hole with stuff. And that's why they're hoarders. They're filling it with material goods when it's a psychological issue that's the problem and these people they're like vampires they're like dead inside and they exploit and drain people around them and that's also what's really difficult you know if you really look and study narcissists there is a dead quality to them they're like a walking zombie and they love hurting people because it makes them feel alive. And they, they lack empathy. So that again, that's like this, this deadness. And you know, this is the other thing that they lack boundaries. So they, they don't experience other people as separate from themselves. So when you describe a narcissist, their inner emptiness, the shame and this un, un, undeveloped sense of self make them uncertain of their boundaries. They're they're not really clear where their boundaries are. And so when you're with a borderline, it's really bizarre. When you're with a borderline personality, you feel like that person's like attached to you because they try to attach to you. And, And you start thinking, got it. You start thinking, like, where are the boundaries? Because they don't have boundaries. It's really bizarre. And they they don't experience other people as separate individuals. But they experience people as two-dimensional extensions of themselves. They don't experience people with feelings. That's why they can't empathize. And they experience people as objects to meet their needs much like a very small child. 
a very small child, they don't understand what the mother is or who the mother is. They just understand that this thing is there to feed them. This thing is there to change their diaper. They don't really have a comprehension that this other person is a mother or that the the mother is separate from them. It's very early, early trauma. That, That explains why narcissists are selfish and oblivious to their impact onto others. That's why they can be so cruel. So that's why it's so important to protect yourself against these people. Because they're takers, they're not givers. They will keep taking and taking and taking. And you'll sit here going, why don't they give anything back? You know, I've spent all this time and energy helping this person. I don't get anything back. That's why. That's who you're dealing with. That's who they are. It's nothing that you've done wrong. It's, it has nothing to do with you. It's all about them. You're not the problem. And that's the thing. When you get entangled with a narcissist, you start questioning yourself. Especially if you marry a narcissist, you start questioning yourself. Like, what did I do wrong? Because the narcissist blames you for everything. They flip it. But once you know this and understand this, you can protect yourself better. I really think that, you know, they should have taught narcissism in grade school or in middle school and high school so that we all could have protected ourselves. So once we, once we did pick a partner, we would pick more, you know, more psychologically healthy people. But we learn, you know, we learn from our mistakes, which is okay. We didn't know. We didn't know what we didn't know them, but now we know can't once you learn the traits of a narcissist it's it's an eye opener and it takes time to really understand it they're not healthy people i'm not saying they can't be healthy but they need to work through what happened to them 